Hi listeners, stories have so much power and so does whoever controls the narrative. It is time that we dissect and analyze these stories. I am Vipul and this is Vogue Tales. Hi everyone, December 4th was Wildlife Conservation Day. It seeks to spread awareness about preserving and protecting the natural world and its inhabitants. Additionally, the observance strives to put an end to wildlife crime and supports the Endangered Species Act. Today's episode covers a tribal story from Nagaland, India. This story highlights the close relationship between man, God, and religion. Nagas revere tigers and leopards a lot, and ultimately trace the ancestry of their own culture to a single man and a single tiger. And on that note, it's story time. As the story goes, three brothers, a man, a cosmic spirit, and a tiger once lived in a village. The spirit was gifted with divine powers, man was gifted with intelligence, and the tiger was gifted with strength and agility. After their mother died, the three brothers began fighting amongst each other for their mother's worldly belongings. The spirit was the eldest, so he decided to step back like a big brother and let his two younger siblings have his mother's possessions. However, Man and Tiger could not settle on who between the two would be the one. So they decided to have a race. They set up a bamboo pole far away and decided that whoever succeeds in reaching the pole first would stay in the village and the one who loses would go live in the forest. They started to race but the man was cunning. He made a bow and arrow and knocked out the bamboo pole with a shot from far away. When the tiger reached the destination, even though before man saw the fallen pole and thinking that man had already won the race, went to live in the forest. However, spirit knew what really had happened and was extremely angry at man. Using his divine powers, he took away man's eyes and replaced them with goat's eyes, so that man could never again see the spirit. Then spirit departed. Man got control of the village. However, he dearly missed his brothers, the tiger and the spirit, whom he could no longer be with. Hence, he invented rituals and customs in Naga culture that would appease his brothers and bring them back to him. The End Man tricking the tiger and feeling entitled to the possessions of their mother? Shocking. Not. And it's interesting that man's eyes were taken which can be symbolic to man being blind with entitlement. And even though the story ends with man missing his brothers and wanting to bring them back, in reality there is entitlement to the earth, to nature. That's why we have wildlife crime. 
And it's not a distant problem in a faraway country. It's a global challenge that spans continents and crosses oceans. Talking about tigers, there are two recognized subspecies of tigers, the continental and the Sunda. The continental tigers currently include the Bengal, Malayan, Indochinese, and Amur or Siberian tiger population, while the Caspian tiger is extinct in the wild. The South China tiger is believed to be functionally extinct. And the Sunda tigers, the ones which are remaining, are all found in Sumatra, with tigers in Java and Bali now extinct. Tigers are globally listed as endangered on the International Union for the Conservation of Nature Red List of Threatened Species, and the Sunda subspecies are listed as critically endangered. Tigers are losing their habitat with accelerating deforestation, and poaching is an ever-present threat. After a century of decline, overall wild tiger numbers are starting to tick upwards and tiger population are either stable or increasing in India, Nepal, Bhutan, Russia and China. But still, much more work is needed to protect this species if we are to secure its future in the wild because there are more tigers in American gardens than there are left in the wild. The truth is there are a lot of tigers in American backyards, ranches, unlicensed and roadside zoos, apartments, truck shops, and private breeding facilities due to a mismatch of state, federal, and county laws governing their ownership. According to the World Wildlife Fund, only 6% of America's captive tiger population lives in zoos or facilities accredited by the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. The rest are in private hands. Now, U.S. Senate lawmakers are proposing to ban private ownerships of big cats, such as lions and tigers, in the wake of the Netflix documentary series Tiger King, which helped to highlight the exploitation of captive big cats. We'll see when the bill will be passed into a law. But what can we do? Apart from donating to a conservation group or wildlife organization, educating ourselves on wildlife crime, endangered species, and learning more about the Endangered Species Act? Something which would take zero effort is not buying illegal wildlife products and not fetishizing and glamorizing owning a tiger by taking pictures with tigers and cubs at facilities which try to domesticate them. And if we want to see them, we can see them responsibly in national parks in the wild or in a licensed zoo. On that note, bye for now. Let me know your thoughts on the story and our discussion by emailing me on woketalespodcast at gmail.com or through social media at woketalespodcast on Instagram and woketalespod on Twitter. And please rate, review and like Woketales Podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you can easily access our weekly stories. If you have any story recommendations or if you want to come dissect and analyze a story with me, give me a shout out on email or social media. Because whatever you do, keep dissecting and keep analyzing.